Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week, we I was about to say, we're going to jump in with jump in, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> well, after we cover the people, you normally say, should we jump into it? And I was like, oh no, that's going to be so cheesy. Yeah, um, this was our first decom from 2007. We have some good ones this year. Ooh. I remember watching this for the first time. Um, I looked it up because I was like, was it like, I feel like it was after school. And it must have been a Friday because <laughs> um, I was, I was like, at my friend's house. I, I didn't go there, like, specifically to watch this movie. It just, like, happened to be on. Mm-hmm. Or it just, like, happened to premiere that night. So, like, oh, like, let's watch Jump In tonight. And then during the commercials, it was all, like, stick around after Jump In for the premiere of Cory in the House. And so I remember I called my, I called my mom, like, I was 10 years old, did not have a cell phone. <laughs> um, and I called, like, our home phone. So I called, like, from their landline, because everyone everyone's our age. That's what we did. <laughs> they know. <laughs> um, and I called, and I was like, hey, Mom, can I, like, stay at Meredith's for a little bit longer? So I got Corey in the house, and this, and this woman was like, um, I think you have the wrong number. I don't have any kids. <laughs> so <laughs> I hung up, and I, I, like, dialed my home phone number again. And <laughs> my mom picked up, and I was like, Mom? <laughs> She's like, yeah? <laughs> and I, I was like, like, I still have no idea, like, what, like, what number I called. I don't know what, like, numbers I accidentally pushed, because it's <laughs> the exact same. And I was like, can I stay at Meredith a little bit longer? And she's like, you want to watch Corey in the house? Because <laughs> I guess my brother was probably watching it at home, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Very fun. This was shot in Canada, because we got some yeah, Degrassi actors and actresses. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, first, obviously, it stars Corbin Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say... <laughs> Uh, I don't think Blue is his real last name, but I always thought, I always, like, associated his name with Chicken Cordon Blue, because it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, we met Cordon Blue in High School Musical, in High School Musical, um, and then the other star of this movie is Queen Kiki Palmer herself. Yes. Um, her first, like, professional role was in Barbershop 2, and then she quickly rose to fame with her leading role in Aquila and the Bee, her breakout role. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in this movie called The Long Shots with Ice Cube, where she played, like, a girl football player. I watched that movie. Um, she was our favorite vice president, True Jackson VP. Yep. Um, and who did not know Dick Cheney? <laughs> I was going to say that. The inventor of one of my favorite memes of all time. A favorite meme of the pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry to that man. I do not know that man. Um, she was in this wild movie called Joyful Noise. Yeah, with Dolly Parton. With Dolly Parton and Queen Latifah. And she wears a shirt in that movie from Forever 21 that I also owned. I love that shirt. I highly recommend this movie <laughs> to everyone. Um, I have not watched it in years. I do not know if it stands up, but it's, it was fun back in the day. I watched it a few years ago. I think it was on Netflix. And yeah. I, I turned it obviously, because it had, like, Dolly Parton and Queen Latifah and Kiki Palmer. Yeah. And it was, it's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I remember most is at the very end, they took, like, popular songs and rearrange and changed the lyrics so that it made them about church <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> so they sang like yeah yeah by usher and the first line is like up in the church with my homies <laughs> <laughs> it's great you should watch it um she was in this nickelodeon nickelodeon like tried to make movies for a while 
She was in this movie called Rags. Um, she was in the MTV Crazy Sexy Cool the TLC story, which I watched. She played Chili. Um, it's very good. I learned a lot about TLC that I didn't know. If you also don't know anything about TLC, I recommend this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, she is, she was a voice in the Winx Club for, like, ten years. Um, she was in Grease Live, if you watch that. <laughs> I don't think she played a character in the movie. Or, I don't know. Uh, she sang a song that I'd never heard before. Um, she was in the Ice Age franchise, but it was after the first movie, so I don't know who she played. <laughs> it was not the baby. <laughs> um, she was in Screen Queens, which was a show. I probably would go back and watch it. I started watching the first season, but then I it was, like, not, I don't know. I stopped watching it, but I'd probably watch it again. I have a love-hate relationship with Ryan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everyone? Uh, on the podcast Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig, she asked every single one of her guests, who would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? And everyone's intent is different. Some people, like, I think this person would really enjoy cold spaghetti, and a lot of people just say, like, Donald Trump. I've thought about this question. My answer would be Ryan Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Pay for your sins. (laughs) But also, great job in some points. Yeah, it's very up and down. There's no, like, in the middle. (laughs) It's just, like, too extreme. It's just very good or extremely horrible. (laughs) Anyway, moving on from Ryan Murphy. Um, She was also in the classic film commentary on the 2008 recession, Hustlers. Yep. Uh, she also guest starred in Degrassi as herself, as Ooh. Kiki Palmer. Um, she, she, like, went on a date with Sav. It was really, it was really random, but I just thought I'd bring, <laughs> mention that because we have a bunch of Degrassi people. Um, yes. I, the next person I have is David Rivers, who is Corbin Blue's dad. Um, do you remember, like, the little, like, commercials before this movie premiered where it'd be like, oh, like, Corbin Blue's the real dad is in this movie. No, I didn't know that was his real dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. He also apparently plays his dad in High School Musical 3, which I've yeah. never seen. But yeah. I don't remember it. I do remember him in an episode of Drake and Josh, and I was like, it's Corbin Blue's dad. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> um, Shanika Knowles, who was one half of Amber and Ashley in Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I looked it up. She has no relation to Beyonce. <laughs> um, she was also in My Super Sweet 16, the movie. Classic. And in a couple episodes of Unfabulous, which I don't remember who she played. Um, then we have, I looked it up, I believe it's pronounced Jajube. Um, I, I watched an interview, somebody said her name is Jajubi. I don't know if that's correct or not. I couldn't find a video of her saying her own name. I could not find, I literally looked up, I was like, I'm not gonna like fuck this up. I looked it up, I couldn't find it. Yeah, anything. I couldn't find her saying her own name. Like, she has interviews, but other people are introducing her. She doesn't like correct them, but they still could be wrong, so... Yeah. Yeah, she plays Yolanda. She was Shantae and Degrassi. So I looked it up. She was in Degrassi from 2005 until I think it said like 2011. Degrassi used to be a middle school and high school, but they never say how old she is. They make her graduate so late and her character never does anything. Her character doesn't do shit. She's like <laughs> the worst. I, I'm i yeah, sorry I to anyone. Him. I don't think anyone like liked Shantae. I, I feel bad because she never got a good storyline. It was just like she was always there. So yeah, she was there forever, but she was not very memorable. Yeah, like I said, as someone who watched the end frequently, but I never watched Degrassi, I feel like I know all of Degrassi because I played commercials every single commercial break, but I do not remember. Yeah, no, she never got a main storyline. She just really, like, stirred up shit. That was it. Mm. Um, we also have uh, Mazen, 
Elsa Dig. He was also in Degrassi. Yes, he was Damien on Degrassi. He came from the rival school that shut down, the school that shot JT. <gasps> Not the school in general, but somebody from that school. <laughs> the entire school. <laughs> yeah. Went, hey, JT. <laughs> and he had a love triangle with Emma, Manny, and Liberty. So, like, oh three of the God. original main girls. Um, I think he ended up with, like, Liberty, but I don't know if they stayed together forever. He didn't really have a very memorable character. Like, there was tension between him and Liberty because he was, like, the smartest from his school and Liberty was the smartest from Degrassi, but then he was also with, like, Manny and Emma. It was really weird. I don't know. He's not that memorable either, but we also have my queen who we saw in Cowbells, Paula Brancati, Mm -hmm. who is Jane from Degrassi, which I already mentioned. Love Jane. So that's it. Nice. I think all of them were in the same episodes. All of them were at, in Degrassi at the same time. There were a bunch of other people who were in, like, one or two episodes. I, I don't know who they were. <laughs> I didn't look up the people I didn't recognize. They weren't mains, so they don't matter. Yeah, no, whenever I was just, like, going through the list like I always do, and a bunch of people were in at least many to few episodes of Degrassi. I'm pretty sure that uh, Corbin Blue's dad was also in Judging Amy and Touched by an Angel. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> I, I was like, I swear to God, he was the dad in Life is Rough, but he was not the dad in Life is Rough. No. Um, yeah, that's all I have for the people. Um, I... I looked at some of the trivia on IMDb and on um, the Wikipedia page this time. I learned that this was the last decom to use the classic, let's watch a, a Disney, Disney Channel movie. Yeah, so after this, they did, like, a modified, like, remix version yeah. of it. So, just so you know, this was the last time. I didn't know that. And no one knew what they were in for. We didn't know it would be the last time. I didn't realize that that, like, a little jingle was stuck in my brain somewhere until we started this podcast. <laughs> and I, like, started doing research and stuff. And I was like, oh, we're gonna watch a Disney Channel movie. Yeah, and the, all the kids are, like, jumping and the film's the films, going. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. And then, like, the very last shot is that one kid just, like, slow jumping up and down. <laughs> Um, one of the other facts I learned was that apparently Raven was supposed to play Kiki Palmer's character. Yeah, and I did see there that. was like some conflict, and she didn't. I do not think Raven could have done what Kiki Palmer did in this role. No, I think she she was like twenty two at the time. I feel like yeah, Kiki Palmer was fourteen, and Corbin Blue was eighteen. But also, Corbin Blue looks very young for his age. Yeah, but Kiki Palmer looks exactly her age. Yeah. <laughs> um. What was oh one of the other things I saw was that Corbin Blue learned a lot of double Dutch moves for this movie. So he did a lot of his own stunts. He really Really just had a stunt man for like the flips and shit because he I would, couldn't do that. I was gonna say this whenever we got closer, like further into the movie, but Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer's hair was always like so perfectly like blocking their faces because <laughs> like so like usually like um the Dutch dragons you can tell so clearly because their hair yeah. is like out of their face that there's stunt doubles there, but with Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer, their hair was like so perfectly <laughs> they, blocking their faces from the camera. They wanted to be special. They wanted to do it right. Uh, the only other note I have before we start is that I think this has to be the best non-musical decomp soundtrack. It's full of bangers, so. There was one song, I don't remember what movie it was in, but it was, um, it was the one song in this movie that's like, jump, jump, then I jump, I well as I jump, jump, that showed up in another decomp, and I was like, why do I know this song so much? And then we watched this movie, and it p- appears like three different times. <laughs> oh yeah, it's in this movie a lot. Um, I wanted to say it's been a while since um I've done my update on sports themed decoms. Mm-hmm. We're up to hold on, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, twenty-eight, twenty-eight movies. Um, we've added High School Musical to basketball. Um, I added martial arts for Wendy Wu. 
I, I, I think, I feel like it's a combination of all of them. And then obviously Double Dutch and Boxing for Jumpin'. Each movie is counted once, but they can be counted twice for each sport that they're involved in. Yeah, I was gonna say, this movie actually surprised me. Like, I didn't dislike it when I was younger, but I was like, hey, this is, stands up. It's pretty good. <laughs> also, I was gonna say, why, why are we so obsessed? Why are sports movies so impactful? Why do they do that? Why do we make so many sports movies? Like, I get, I guess it's, like, relatable because people watch or play or like them, but. I feel like it's really easy to make like, a basic plot line with a sports movie. Well, yeah, and, like, kids like, follow the same basic formula. Kids have very little they can do, so sports is, like, one right. of them, so they can find that relatable. <laughs> but then they go at, go in and pick, like, the most obscure sports. <laughs> Just like, for those ones on the outliers. Yeah. <laughs> the girl who loved Double Dunch was like, yes, it's my time, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it before we jump on in. Let's get into it yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so we open on izzy jump roping in the boxing ring and okay this whole movie Izzy's like i don't jump rope i don't jump rope and then i'm like you are jump roping almost every other scene but then he was like oh i just jump rope for boxing i didn't realize that like you you jump rope as a part of training that like it helps you oh you (laughs) didn't know that (laughs) not back in the day oh got it When I was, when I was, like, 10 years old, and I was like, but he's jump roping all the time. <laughs> anyway, Izzy's jump roping to the boxing ring. There's this narrator, and he says, Brooklyn is the home of teen boxing sensation Izzy Daniels. Um, we see Izzy, he's leaving the gym after he just finished working out. He's, like, dancing and boxing he's and like parkouring flips. down the street just He's casually. really hype to this music he's listening to. Um... Everyone greets Izzy hello. He's known around the neighborhood. Um, And the narrator says, Everyone thought Izzy was going to be the next great boxing champion, and so did I. Um, Izzy spots these uh, four girls double-dutching in the park, and they're, like, real intense. They're like, go, go, go. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to win. But Izzy goes in and uh, immediately messes up the jump rope. Um, And so Mary, played by Kiki Palmer, is annoyed, and she's like, can you leave us alone? Like, we're practicing or whatever. The regional competition is on Friday. Yeah, and so Mary asks why Izzy always messes with them, and Izzy says it's for fun, and she's like, we have to practice, and Yolanda is the one who says uh, that the regional competition is on Friday, they have to get their double dutch ready. Izzy, like, leaves. Izzy and Mary, every (laughs) single scene they're in, they flirt so hardcore, (laughs) and every single person around them is like, are you guys, like, ever gonna get together? <laughs> what? Like, yeah, as soon as Izzy leaves, Mary's friends are all like, oh my god, you like him. I think the chemistry that Kiki Palmer and Corbin Blue has is very good. Yeah, it was <laughs> nice. Um, I was trying not to think about the age gap. I knew that he was 18 and she was 14. It's not the worst, but it's still not great. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I feel like a lot of these scenes could would have been so much more cringy. <laughs> well, yeah, if Raven was the other, like, lead... <laughs> That, I just, I couldn't see it. I, she had I, double dutch bus, and that was enough for me. <laughs> double dutch bus. Zizabu, zizabu. That's all I remember from it. That is a double dutch bus. Yeah. That was a double dutch bus. I don't know. It was the college road on? trip. I don't understand. I don't, no, it was I a, never it was saw a that karaoke movie. tour. They were on a bus with Asian tourists, and the Asian tourists were doing karaoke, and she's like, um, and her dad, Martin Lawrence, is like, get up and sing the Double Dutch Bus like you always do. And then Raven just, like, bursts out into Double Dutch Bus. Anyway, we'll get to that movie later. 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, they leave. Her friends are like, oh, my God, you like him. Then She's we like, see, uh, no, I don't. Yeah. We see Izzy get home, and Dad is trying to make dinner. He says it's chilly, but it has, like, peas and weird stuff. And he's like, I'm just trying to make it like Mom did. So we learn that Mom isn't around. We don't really know the details yet. His, Izzy's little sister, Karen, is just disgusted at this chilly. Yeah. Uh, and then Dad uh, brings out this dessert that he tried to make like Mom, but it's just sort of this giant pile of goo. Um, Dad is like, hey, Izzy, like, good job with the extra long workout today. I noticed that you stayed there longer. Um, and the narrator says that Izzy's dad used to be um, a great neighborhood boxer and also had high hopes for Izzy. Yeah, uh, Izzy's dad tells him that boxing is 20% talent and 80% heart. Ugh. So then we cut to Izzy showing up at the gym. It's a, I like I didn't realize day. it's yeah it's his dad's gym. I just yeah, realized they, it at I, that point. I, <laughs> I knew this as a child, but they never make it clear. Yeah, like it says Dan like their last name is Daniels and it says Daniels Gym. Yeah, and then they also have Dad like going in to like fix like maintenance stuff and like coaching and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I knew that it was the dad's gym. Well, I I put it, it together because they like zoom in on like something that says Daniels Gym or whatever, which they didn't yeah. do before. I don't know so. how I knew that as a kid though. I feel like I wasn't that smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he's at the gym, and his dad is coaching these two kids who are, like, boxing. Earl and Chuck. Those are Izzy's friends. They're kind of, like, messing around. Yeah. And so dad tells Izzy that if he wins one more exhibition match, he'll be ready for the Golden Gloves, which is not the baseball Golden Gloves. This is (laughs) boxing Golden Gloves. Um, Izzy is up against the only other undefeated kid in the gym, Big Rodney. His friends look a little nervous. They're like, oh, Big Rodney. We don't really know why yet. Um, Izzy's dad said that Izzy will be the third generation to win the Golden Gloves, just like his dad before him. Yeah. Um, so Izzy gets in the ring with, uh... He's laughing with his friends. They're just, like, having... He's practicing with Felix, who's, like, one of the other workers there, um, and then he, like, lets his guard down because he's like, oh, I'm doing good. And then Felix hits him. And so, so uh, dad's like, like, dad calls him out. He's like, you gotta pay attention. You gotta keep your... Just be smart. Be prepared. Yeah. You won't be scared as long as you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> so then we see this girl walk in. Her name's Tammy. She shows up and she's like, hey, I, I'm here for practice. And dad's like, like... ready to go. Yeah. Dad says that he'll be ready in a minute. And little Earl starts saying, like, what are you doing here? There's no ballet class here. Um, but she serves it, like, right back. Yeah. She's like... I can dance around you in the ring, like, doesn't matter. And then Chuck flirts with Tammy a little bit, so, he just says, ooh. hi, Tammy. Yeah, And Earl's that's like, what are you it. doing? He's like, I'm being nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we see Mary, like, dancing around her room and- With headphones on. With headphones on, out onto her balcony. And Izzy opens his window and can see Mary's balcony from his bedroom window, so we learn that they're apartment neighbors- and they can, like, see each other from their bedrooms, and they can sort of um, meet each other through the fire escape that yeah. connects them together. Yeah. Um, uh, so they flirt a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he just sees her dancing, he jokes with her, and then she goes inside. Uh, Dad is trying to do Karen's hair unsuccessfully, mm-hmm. uh, like the way Mom used to do it. Um, it seems that Mom hasn't been gone very long. It's yeah. sort of still fresh. Um, Karen asks Izzy to help her, to help her with her hair. And Dad has to go to the gym, because there's a leak at the gym. Yeah, and Izzy's like, oh, like, you miss Mom. And she's like, yeah, and he's like, so do I. 
Yeah, they both miss mom. That's basically it. And then, oh, as dad's leaving, Karen's like, well, who's going to take me to the double Dutch competition? And then dad's like, Izzy will take you and just, like, leave. So Izzy's like, all right, I guess I have to take you to that. Yeah, Izzy is upset at first, but Karen's like, Mary will be there. So, like, it's very clear to everyone (laughs) around them. (laughs) Yeah, so Izzy does Karen's hair, and they go outside, they start walking, and they run into Izzy's friends, and they're like, hey, we're going to the movies? And he's like, no, I have to take Karen to the double Dutch competition. So they end up walking with him for a while. They're also, like, immediately making fun of him. They're like, oh, you gotta wear a dress when you go there. Yeah, he's like, I have to take my little sister here. (laughs) My dad's busy, and we don't have a mother. Yeah, on the way there, Izzy sees Rodney beating up a nerd. Um, The narrator says that Rodney was the neighborhood bully. Um... Rodney walks up to Izzy and he's like, you're not gonna outbox me in that exhibition match, daddy's boy. Yeah, and he keeps, like, calling him a loser and just, like, saying all this stuff. Um, They eventually leave. Yeah. Um, And the Charles, Charles, Chuck and Earl sort of break off and Izzy and Karen and her friends arrive for the competition. Yeah, Izzy, (laughs) Karen just invited her friends that Izzy also now has to take care of at, like, 15, 16. He's taking care of these three 10-year-old girls. Yeah. Karen and her friends go to greet Mary, and we see, like, very, very small glimpses of this relationship that, like, Mary and Karen have, sort of this, like, sister relationship, I guess, which I guess probably, like, got stronger after their mom, heard their mom died. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that there's also just, like, Mary ha- or uh, oh. Karen has this interest in Double Dutch, and it's just like yeah. someone cool around. And, yeah, and their neighbors. She's like an older sister that she doesn't have. Yeah. Um. So Mary teases Izzy for being there, and that's when Gina and the Dutch Dragons walk up and start st- start talking smack. Uh, they were regional champs for four years straight. Izzy is like, oh god, I can't believe y'all are making such a big deal out of jump rope. Um. And uh, Mary's like, it is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so the competition starts, and so all the teams complete their series at the same time. So there's okay. three different events yeah, in these first double dutch competitions. Is, it's called compulsory, but it's sort of like technical. So you have to do like one foot in the ropes. Yeah, there's like a certain pattern you have to do. And then the next round is speed steps. So you just go like double dutch as fast as you can. Um, during this, Izzy is, like, starting to enjoy himself. He's saying, like, whoa, like, cool. Yeah, they're going really fast. All this stuff's happening. And then it's time for the freestyle. So then it's just one, like, team on the floor at a time. Yeah. And that's when they do, like, all the flips and shit and cool tricks. Yeah. Did you ever have to do, um, like, jump rope for heart? Yeah. <laughs> and hoops for heart? Yeah. I just remember, like, some of the, like, stations were, because we'd have to, like, go around to, like, each station and, like, do a jump rope trick and then you move on whenever you've mastered it. Some of it was literally just, like, like, throwing the jump rope in the air like a lasso. (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever have to do, um, like, a routine? Yes. Our school would, like, teach us a jump rope routine and we had to, like, perform it. No, I didn't have to do that because she left at that point. When I was in fifth grade, we had to do a dance routine that we had to make up ourselves. My sister, when she was in eighth grade, she had to do a jump rope routine. Yeah, well, this was, when you were younger, we did jump rope for heart, and then when you got older, we switched to hoops for heart. But yeah, they would teach us, like, a jump rope routine. We all had, like, jump ropes, and we had to, like, jump to the center, and then, like, I don't know, my sister, I I think, had, like, choreograph it herself. Yeah, I remember, our taught um, us, but... I felt insecure because I couldn't do double dutch, like, one foot at a time. I can only do it if I, like, jumped. <laughs> no one ever taught us how to do double dutch. I'm sure I could not do it. I don't remember if we did it in gym class or just at recess. Yeah, we just did one jump rope whenever we would, like, do it like that. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um, I want to point out that whenever the Dutch dragons go to do their freestyle routine, their costume is Jean Capri's. 
Yeah, they double dutch in a lot of questionable outfits. Gee, how? How do you move <laughs> your body? <laughs> how do you do so much of that physical activity? They're like flipping and like moving and jumping. All in jean capris. How do you move your legs? I mean, they're not that restrictive. I'm sure they practiced in those. Yes, but like you have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> they have to look cool. They're the Dutch dragons. Um, The narrator s- says, well, Izzy's like watching the whole thing and being impressed that Izzy couldn't explain it but it's as if someone opened a door to a whole new world. Yeah, he is obviously invested, like, as he's watching, he even, like, claps for them sometimes. And so now it's the Joy Jumpers' turn, and this is Mary's team. And so they go out, and we learn that they got fourth. They're going to regionals, but Gina comes over with a big trophy to brag, and they won first, and she's like, well, you guys lost. And Yolanda, Yolanda is new to the team. They needed, like, someone else because the last person left or something like that. Yolanda immediately starts trashing her team. She's like, certain people need to step it up if we're going to win. Well, yeah, she's like, we're never going to win with your routine, Mary. And Mary's like, I spent so much time in that. Like, come up with something better. Why is Mary the only one doing this? Yeah, and Yolanda's like, that's a bad routine. Right, Izzy? And Izzy's just like, um. He's like, I'm not going to get in the middle of this. (laughs) So he literally just leaves. Um, then we cut to school the next day. We see that Rodney's in the hallway and a teacher's talking to him. Izzy's at his locker, so he's, like, watching this happen. And it's empty. He's, it's probably, like, in between classes or after school or Yeah, something. so this teacher gives Rodney this, like, trash bag, and, uh, it's, like, a bag of stuff, and she tells him, like, not to be embarrassed. Like, his dad is struggling and people just want to help him out. So Izzy sees this, and whenever Rodney sees that Izzy sees him, he, like, throws the bag in the trash. Izzy doesn't know exactly what's going on, but he ends up, like, grabbing the bag. We don't see this till later, but. Yeah. During this scene, the narrator says that uh, in school, Rodney, uh, like, ruled the school with fear in the neighborhood. But at home, Rodney was just a poor kid with problems. And we solved the mystery. Rodney is the trash bag killer. Yep. <laughs> if anyone watched the most recent episode of Riverdale. Oh, my God. The trash bag killer. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to talk about Riverdale? Message us. We'd love to chat. Oh. We have a lot to say. Um, so let me cut to Izzy is working out. He's jumping rope at the gym. Yeah, um, he's in the locker room. He's, like, getting ready for his match with Rodney. Yeah, so dad walks in. He's like, okay, like, you're up. You're ready. Um, the, there's, like, a whole crowd there to watch this match versus Rodney. Um, and so, like, the match begins, and Izzy, like, sort of stumbles in the beginning. He's, like, not in it. Rodney's beating him. But after this, like, pep talk from dad in the corner of the ring, Izzy gets it. He finds his rhythm. Well, Rodney also trips him. And no, there's, like, no repercussions for that. It's, like, I don't know how back boxing matches work. It's, like, <laughs> after the first however amount of time, but not when it's over. He, like, trips him. No one says anything. And whenever dad tells him to, like, stay focused, he's, like, Rodney has power, but he doesn't have skill. He just, like, hits as hard as he can. Use, like, your tact and you can beat him. Uh, yeah, so Izzy gets into it, like you said, and he ends up winning the match, and we see, like, everyone's really happy for Izzy, and Izzy's happy, his dad's there, and Roddy looks sad, like, seeing Izzy and his dad celebrate, but we don't see much of that. So then, in the locker room, Izzy and his friends are celebrating, and Felix is like, hey, boxing is just a oh, because Earl's like, oh, you could beat Rodney here, you could beat him in the streets, or something like that, and Felix, who works there, is just like, boxing is just as much about, like, 
endurance as it is like punching so you need to have that endurance too i don't know i feel like there was something there but i don't remember now i didn't write it down (laughs) yeah so that night izzy drops off the bag of clothes on rodney's doorstep and he like hides and rodney like takes the clothes inside and he watches him like take them inside and the narrator says rodney had never suspected that it was izzy who brought those clothes um izzy seems happy he's like watching from afar that rodney took the clothes and he knew that he wouldn't be able to, like, drop him off himself because Rodney would never accept it. Well, yeah, and he also, like, he didn't do it for Rodney to be like, oh, he's a good guy. He just did it because he knew that Rodney needed that. Yeah, and he wouldn't do it out of his own pride. Yeah. Um. Then we see Yolanda quitting Mary's team because she is in this to win, and she's not going to do that with Mary's routine and the joy jumpers. Yeah, so she's joining the Dutch Dragons. Yeah, Izzy sees Mary crying on her balcony. This is, again, where we see, like, them, like, talking to each other from their apartment windows Uh, He climbs the fire escape, and they just, like, sit and talk for a second, just about jump roping and boxing and whatever, and Mary gets called in to do the dishes, and it's just, like, another scene where they, like, flirt a little bit more. Yeah. At school, Chuck and Earl are bragging to everyone for Izzy. Like, Izzy's standing there, too, but they're like, he knocked him down, he beat Rodney, blah, 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 and there's this whole crowd that's like, oh, my God. I mean, I guess that's nice to be, like, proud for your friend, but I feel so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, so Rodney walks in, like, blazing, and he's like, I want a rematch. Everyone's, like, like, ragging on him for losing. Yeah, and Izzy's like, just let it go. Like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, We see Mary and her friends, this is later, trying to figure out who could be their fourth member as Izzy approaches, and he's like, y'all are this pressed about it? Like, anyone can jump some rope. And so they're like, if it's so easy, then you do it. This was in the commercial. (laughs) And And he says, come on with the come on. (laughs) Come on with the come on. (laughs) That was in the commercial, and I was like, I don't know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> Maybe if it was delivered differently. It's, it's, well, it's just attention the way it's delivered. It's like then you do it. Come on, and then like the on. shot where it's sort of like it's sort of like a high. Well, and their faces are like kind of close together. Like, oh, what's going and on? It's, just, it's not even like intense or anything. He's just like, come on with the come on. Yeah, it's very like sing songy, <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Mary shows him how to, like, do something. Yeah, Mary something. goes first and starts speed jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, Izzy tries to jump in, but at first he doesn't get it and he Like, he hits up. the ropes. Yeah, and the second time he gets in successfully and starts speed jumping, and the girls go faster and faster and faster, and, he, and he's doing it. He's, like, getting every single beat. Karen is, like, watching from afar, and whenever he finishes, everyone is so impressed. They're like, Wow. Yeah, and he just casually walks away like, I told you, jump rope is no big deal. Yeah, so we cut to Izzy working out, out in the gym. The joy jumpers approach him, and they ask him to join their double dutch team. Mary's very reluctant. They're like, come on, we need him. And Mary's like, ugh. <laughs> um, Izzy's like, no, like, jump rope isn't for me. I only jump rope for boxing, which is at here. Where I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mary, Mary co- is like, so, what, you're scared of getting laughed at by your boys? And which is true. Yeah. And he's just like, no, and just it's just not my thing. And they leave. Uh, Izzy runs home, and Karen walks out, and she's like, hey, like, Dad's cooking again. So Izzy's like, I'm on it, and he runs to this pizza restaurant and orders takeout. Um, he sees Keisha and Shauna, who are the other two members. I of- had to look up their names at this point. Yeah. Because I was like, what? Yeah, they hardly mentioned them. They're the other joy jumpers that are not Mary or Yolanda. <laughs> yeah, and so they're sitting there eating pizza. It's such a quick 
turn around. <laughs> like, is he? It's literally the same day. Home from the gym, and then he runs to the pizza shop, and Shauna and Keisha, who were just at the gym with Izzy, are already there, seated. Well, maybe it's a different day because he didn't just like walk in and they were making food. I don't. I can never tell. Like the cuts are so sudden. Yeah, there's and no the transitions. There's no like. This movie is there's, very like, like even scene to like, scene. Even just like a city of like the sun setting at night and then rising up again. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. No, but I think they're wearing the same clothes. I think it's the same day. I guess. But Keisha and Shauna are saying like we don't need you on the team permanently. We just need you to fill in until someone else like does something. This is what Keisha says, and Shauna's like looking like oh she's got a plan. Yeah, and she's like just so we can. Like, you know, practice and choreograph a routine with a fourth member. Yeah, and so Izzy's intrigued now. And so they they mention Mary, and they're like, Mary would be really appreciative if you did this. And so he's in. Uh, so then we cut to Mary immediately being like, no way, she Izzy says, is not over. On the- <laughs> she says, over my dead body. <laughs> yeah. And so Izzy's about to leave, but then they're like, no, we need you. Yeah, Shauna and Keisha convince Mary to say yes, and they flirt a little bit more. Well, and uh, then they're like, oh, we have to practice before school at the gym at 6 a.m. Well, because I tell it. Izzy, they're like, okay, like, be at practice after school in the park, and Izzy's like, no, I can't be seen doing this, so we're gonna go before school in the gym at 6 a.m. And their 14-year-old, their parents aren't like, where are you going at 6 a.m.? I don't Maybe they were like, we're going to jump rope practice. I don't know. Izzy probably <laughs> told his dad, he's like, oh, I'm going to work out. Well, yeah, but the, the girls, I don't I know. can't even, I'm pretty sure I woke up at, like, 7.15 a.m. in high school, and then my ride came five minutes later. <laughs> I, I don't know how I ever woke up so early. I I, just, I can't even do it for work. And I start working at 8.30. And I'm home. I don't even have to go anywhere. Yeah. Um. So Izzy is sleeping through his alarm. So Mary's, like, knocking on his window to wake him up. And at the gym, they start, like, stretching. And they're like, oh, we're going to run before we double dutch. And Izzy's like, this is too much. Like, it's just jumping rope. He's like, it's just a bunch of girls singing and jumping rope. It's not a sport. Um, <laughs> that made me think of, like, all the songs that, like, we used to do at, like, recess. I remember, like, Cinderella. Dressed in yellow, yes, went upstairs to kiss a fella, made a mistake, kissed a snake, how, how many, many doctors <laughs> will it take? And you just kept going for how many doctors it took to cure Cinderella. Yeah, you were just counting how it's many. so weird. <laughs> or then, like, Mex- Texaco, Mexico, on the way to, I don't know. I, I don't We didn't do that one. Oh, my God, what was the one that's, like, it's, like, someone's having a baby. And then you count, like, how many children you have. I kind of remember that. I don't know how it goes. Call the judge. (laughs) Whoever's jumping is having a babe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Mary is like, uh, no, this is a sport. Like, fuck off. And Izzy says that it's not. And so Mary starts, she's like, oh, if it's not a sport, then do this trick. And so she does some trick with the ropes. And Izzy tries. It's just like fancy footwork, basically. Yeah. Izzy tries, but he gets caught. And then he gets insecure. He's like, like, I'm just here to fill it anyway. I don't need to learn this. Yeah. And so um, Izzy and Mary jump into the rope at the same time because this is like part of the routine. And we kind of get this little montage of like practice. Mary's like coaching him. Yeah. They practice speed jumping. Yeah. Uh, Izzy's up bright and early the next morning. And he wants to freestyle. He's like, this is, the, like, the fun part or whatever. And, and he immediately, perfectly does all these amazing tricks to, yes. like, show them. They're very impressed, obviously. Uh, we see Izzy falling asleep in class because he's been practicing double dutch and boxing so much. But Who knows if he's even doing his homework? His boxing is, like, half-hearted. Yeah. Um, um, Tammy ends up seeing Izzy practicing jump rope uh, one morning. She doesn't do, she, we don't see her do anything about it. Um, then we see Dad giving Izzy this, like, custom boxing jacket. Um, 
Tammy knocks Izzy out at practice, and she reveals that she knows about the double-dutching. So after practice, Izzy approaches Tammy, and he's like, listen, like, I want to keep this double-dutching thing private, and Tammy's like, don't worry, like, I'm not gonna tell anyone, but you and your friends need to quit, like, making fun of me for being a girl who boxes. Yeah, stop the the girl boxer jokes, and then she's like, especially around Chuck, and he's like, oh, you like Chuck, and I was like, this is not the time, like, (laughs) she has a secret on you, no need. Um, so Izzy, I guess the next day, I don't know, he runs home, he's late for dinner, and Dad is mad, but he doesn't really do anything about it, he's just like... Well, he's like, dinner's at seven. Your mother always had dinner at seven. And Izzy's like, maybe it's time things change around here, but Dad just gets, like, angry and is like, no. Yeah, we sort of see this, like, tension between Izzy and his dad. No, I'll get to it. I'll get to it at the end. Okay. Yeah, so then Izzy is walking the next day, I guess. He sees kids at the park double-dutching, and they're just, like, doing it for fun, just, like, messing around, doing whatever. They got whatever. the music going, and they're dancing. Yeah, and so at the next practice, he's like, you know, we need a new freestyle routine. The one we have is boring. So Mary's like, what the hell? Why is everyone always <laughs> shitting on my routines? But he's like, no, this needs to be about fun. Like, how'd you used to do it when you were kids? And at this point, they, like, bring up Miss Mary Mack. Is that something that people did for jump rope? We didn't do that for jump rope. We did it with, like, like the, the hand, hand thing. Yeah, um, yeah yeah um yeah so he just says they need to have fun and he takes them to see the kids at the park and they're like oh my god who are those kids i thought i knew all the double dust sheets and he's like they're just doing it for fun they're just kids um so uh we we see in the gym izzy is missing from practice uh his dad is asking all of his friends where he is um, I'm gonna make that do, uh, all the joy jumpers are, like, walking down the sidewalk. and With Izzy. <laughs> yeah, they're singing songs. Um, it's... <laughs> they're, like, freestyling, like... Yeah, it's, it's like, not really rapping, rapping but, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm cool and tough. <laughs> yeah, they just do, like, that kind of thing. But then the part where Izzy goes, watch me while I'm pop my collar. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he, like, says all this stuff, and they're, they happen to be walking by Rodney's house, and so Rodney, like, pops out, and he hears this, and he's like, oh, bleh. Ooh, singing songs, is he? such a loser. Yeah. So Mary turns around. They're, like, down the street. It's, like, very busy of, like, street vendors and stuff. Well, so, he starts threatening him for, like, no reason. Yeah, so Mary turns around and picks up this jug of ice water and says, hey, Rodney, why don't you just chill? And dumps it on it. <laughs> yeah, and then they all just run away. Uh, so that night, on their balconies, Mary thanks Izzy, and uh, he admits that he likes jumping yeah, rope now. Yeah, they've, like, climbed the fire escapes to meet each other. Yeah, and so Mary's like, do you like it more than boxing? And Izzy's like, it's complicated, my dad loves boxing, and, like, it's, it's like- all my dad has now that my mom's gone. Uh, Mary kisses Izzy, and then she's just like, okay, see you tomorrow, see you in chemistry, <laughs> see you in chemistry. and just leaves. <laughs> but Izzy... At first, Izzy looks, like, confused, but then we can see, like, oh, he's glad this happened. Yes. Um, Izzy climbs back through his window, and Dad is standing in his room. Um, Izzy missed a practice match and curfew. Um, Izzy is, like, talking back, and Dad's like, what is up? Dad, he's, he, he, like, he seems angry, but he's not, like, you know, terrible Disney dad angry. He's just kind of like, what is going on? Like, this is not what you usually do. Yeah, dad asks if he's nervous about the match and tells him, like, not to lose focus, and he's just like, I won't. Like, throughout this whole movie, I was never like, oh, like, a continuous cycle of terrible Disney dads, but uh, Izzy's dad isn't, like, there's... He doesn't know how to show his affection. He tries to do it through boxing because he thinks that's, like, this connection that they have. But Izzy doesn't feel that anymore. And Izzy feels, like, obligated to have that connection because he knows that that's, like, the only thing him and his dad have. 
So they need to have a relationship outside of boxing. Yeah, and neither of them are willing to have that conversation yet. It's not that, like, either of them... It's not that... It's like they feel like they both have to. It's not that either of them, like... Well, and Dad does love it and loves that Izzy's so good at it, but Izzy, like, doesn't really care about it anymore, and if Dad were, like, able to, like, pay more attention to that, he would have seen it. He would have seen, like, the decline in his, like, ability and just, like, care about it. Because at this point, Dad's never like, oh, like, this is what we're gonna do. This is your dream. You need to do this. He's just kind of like, oh, yes, like, you love boxing, too, so we're gonna do this together. Yeah. Um, That's what I was trying to say before. (laughs) Yeah. So, at school, uh, we see... Rodney pushes Izzy up against a locker... Um, Izzy sees a teacher approaching, and he starts, like, acting really dramatically. And he's like, no, I don't have any lunch money. And so Rodney gets taken to detention. Um, and then we see... Yeah, we've had to double-dutch practice in the gym. Yeah. Um, Rodney is running past the gym, and he hears, uh, this really loud music coming from the inside. So he goes inside, and he sees Izzy practicing with, uh, the Joy Jumpers, and he takes pictures. He's like, oh, like, Izzy, you're such a loser. I'm gonna get you. Well, yeah, he comes back with a camera. Yeah. Yeah, so after practice, the girls are trying to figure out who's gonna replace Izzy. And Izzy's like, well, I'll compete with you. You don't need to replace me. And they're all very happy. They're like, oh, my God. Uh, Mary asks, like, what his boys are gonna say. But Izzy says that... What they don't know won't hurt him. Yeah. Um, so Keisha suggests entering the Double Dutch Showcase in three days. They all agree that they're ready, and Izzy's like, okay, hold up. If I'm going to be a part of the team, I'm not going to be a joy jumper. So he says, what if we're the hot chili steppers? (laughs) Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, okay, I guess that's fine. They have time to get, like, new outfits, apparently, because they had shirts that said joy jumpers. Yeah, um, whenever I went to pom-pom camp when I was a child, which is like a dance camp, um, we were separated into age groups, and within each age group, there's, like, a green group, a red group, a blue group. And you always, like, came up with a name based on uh, whatever color you were. And every single year, someone was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I was in that group multiple times. I did not get to say. <laughs> nice. Um, so Izzy's about to leave the house, and Karen tells on him to go to the Double Dutch Showcase. Um, Izzy, Dad is like, where are you going? He's like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Mary. And Dad, Dad is like, oh, Mary, she's... She's uh, a very beautiful girl. And Dad's like, well, you're not going to hang out with Mary today. You're going to come with me to this pro boxing match. Well, I think that they had had the tickets in advance because Izzy's kind of like, oh, that's tonight. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought Izzy was like, oh, I'm going to go like hang out with my kind of girlfriend. And Dad's like, no, you're going to ditch her and come with me. Yeah. What would Mom have said? <laughs> Well, yeah, and so they have to go to this boxing match. Uh, er, We see Mary and her friends, and they're all, like, backstage, like, where's Izzy? Is he going to be here? Izzy tries to call Mary's home phone to say, like, oh, I can't be there, but his mom, her mom answers, and she's like, Mary's already gone. Yeah, so they have to go on without Izzy. Um, Izzy and Dad come back home from the match, um, and Izzy calls to Mary from his bedroom window. He tries to apologize, but Mary is not having it. He's like, what was I supposed to do? Like, my dad, like, brought these tickets, and she's like, make a choice. Like, this, like I knew this, this wasn't serious to you. It was just a joke, but this is serious to us, and you made us look terrible. Well, and she's also like, you asked to be on the team, and then right. you left us hanging. Uh, so she kicks him off, and uh, the next day, Earl is, uh, like, making fun of Tammy as she's, like, in the ring practicing. Izzy turns and, like, defends Tammy, um... And next to Earl, Chuck also cheers for Tammy. And Earl's like, what's going on? Like, why aren't my friends making fun of this girl for boxing? Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, Shauna and Keisha tell Mary that they need Izzy, and they, like, sort of, like, defend him. They're like, he didn't have, like, he's sorry, he didn't have a choice. Like, it's complicated. (laughs) Yeah, but Mary's still mad about this. Yeah. Uh, At school, Rodney has posted flyers of the pictures he took of Izzy jumping all over. I don't understand this. I've seen this in, like, movies and TV shows where, like, the bully posts pictures or, like, notes all over the school. Do the teachers, like, not see this? Like, see a picture of a student with the word loser written across? Well, the other logistics issue is here is where did they print these? Because, like, making copies and making these prints, like, that would have been expensive. Where did they do this? paper. Yeah. Where did they do this? How did he get the money for this? They just said that he's poor. I don't know. Yeah, they're hanging up all over school, and everyone is laughing at Everyone's him. Like laughing. Okay, <laughs> acting like jumping rope is the, first of all, the most girly thing that could happen, and acting like that's <laughs> the biggest deal ever. I've never seen such, like, outward group bullying before. This is New York. <laughs> Does it happen like that? This is New York. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know, he's... Even his friends are, like, laughing at him a little bit, and they're just, like, trying to poke fun at him, but he's, like, uncomfortable with this whole thing. Yeah, Rodney comes up and starts ragging on him. He's like, oh, like, I picked pink paper. I made these flyers. Uh, Uh, We see Mary, yeah, she, like, tears down one of the flyers, and Izzy runs out of school. I guess he just, like, ditched school. Yeah, uh, later that night, Mary is knocking on Izzy's window, but he doesn't answer um, everyone at school is still, like, everyone who passes, who passes by him is like, <laughs> jump roper, <laughs> Yeah, apparently nothing else has happened in the school. Nobody got pregnant, no one broke up, <laughs> nothing more interesting happened than, than one kid. this boy jumping rope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get, like, what they're trying to say. It's like high school musical, like, who cares? Yeah. At home, Dad has, uh, he shows Karen this necklace of these golden gloves it's, uh, that he's going to give to Izzy, and he sets it on Izzy's bed, and while he's in there, he sees this balled up paper by the trash can, and he opens it up. It's the pictures of Izzy double-dutching. So he comes downstairs, and he starts, like, asking Izzy, or he starts, yeah, asking Izzy about it. Karen interjects, and she's like, oh, he's on Mary's double-dutch team. And all the kids are laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, and Dad's like, Izzy, why didn't you say anything to me? And Izzy says that you wouldn't have listened to me unless it was about boxing. Because that's all we talk about since Mom died. Um, and Izzy's like, I don't even like boxing anymore. I'm just doing it for you. And at this point, Dad is not fighting back at all. This is another, like, point that I wanted to bring up about, like, not being such a terrible, normal Disney well, parent. He just Izzy looks very also hurt. says, um, and, like, it's not fair for you to take over my life. He says something about, like, Dad ruining his life or taking over his life or something. Yeah, and like I said, Dad's not fighting back. He just looks very, very hurt. Yeah, Izzy apologizes as soon as he said that because he didn't mean to hurt Dad, but Dad, like, leaves to go to the store uh, Izzy just goes to, like, to his room, it. and he finds the gift on his bed. He opens it up, and then he starts training for real again, because I guess he thinks that's going to fix their relationship, even yeah. though he just admitted he doesn't <laughs> like boxing. This whole movie is just men who don't know how to communicate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Mary finds Izzy in the gym. He's, like, practicing on a punching bag, and Izzy's like, oh, I'm only focusing on boxing now. We can see, so, like, there's this Well, necklace. Mary asked him to be on the team again. Yeah, there's this necklace that Izzy's been wearing throughout the whole movie. It's got, like, Jamaican color beads. It's, like, red green and yellow i just that's what i assume that they were i don't know if they are yeah. um but in the middle of them now it's those gold like boxing chains uh in the middle of this necklace uh he tells mary he's like i'm not gonna join the team i'm only focusing on boxing now and mary tries to convince him he's like you're good at double dutch and like i know you love it and Izzy's just like no i'm not doing it uh so mary gives up and leaves um tammy then approaches and she is, starts talking to izzy and she's like you know i constantly get made fun of for being a girl boxer, the only girl boxer in the neighborhood. But then she's like, but you know what? 
that's their problem if they can't handle it. It's not mine. Well, she's like, I'm good and I don't care what they say. She calls him out for just, like, being a little bitch. She's yeah. like, go to the Double Dutch competition. You know that you like it. You're good at it. Like, who cares? Yeah, she's like, normally you annoy me and I don't really like you, but you need to stop being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Rodney and a bunch of kids enter the gym as Izzy was about to leave, and Rodney says, it is time for our rematch. Izzy, who's just, like, fed up at this point, is like, you know what, fine, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Earl and Chuck are in the audience, and Felix is, like, watching from the side. Um, they're in the ring, like, all the kids are, are, uh, watching in the crowd, and Izzy's, like, trying to talk to Rodney, and he says, like, being, being... You beating me won't change the fact that you're so angry. And he's like, it won't change the fact that your dad is unemployed. Well, yeah, he's, like, saying all this things, these things while they're in a fucking boxing ring and everyone can hear them. He's not, like, yeah. whispering it. Like, ooh, low blow, is he? Well, he's not trying to be <laughs> yeah, mean. Yeah, I know. He's just trying to, like, give him some hard truth. But, like, yikes. He's, like, trying to convince him. Like, if, like, why you want to beat me up so bad, it's not going to change your circumstance, my circumstance, or anything. Yeah. So then but- Izzy, like, pulls out all of these, like, double dutch tricks in the ring. He's not doing them, like, at Rodney. He's just, like, dodging a punch yeah, and then going just, to like, do a clipping away and doing all this stuff. But everyone's like, oh, Izzy! Well, and then eventually Izzy's just like, I'm done. Like, I'm tired of being mad all the time. And he gets well, out of the ring. Yeah. And yeah. then Rodney follows him out, and he falls on the ground, and everyone's like, ooh, and everybody, like, wants him to fight. Even, and- like, his friends are like, okay, Izzy, come on, like, finish him, finish him. But Izzy bends down, and he's like, I'm done. I'm tired of being mad. I'm tired of fighting you. I bet you are, too. And the narrator says, uh, Izzy leaves. And the narrator says that Rodney was impressed because no one had ever had the nerve to tell him the truth or stand up to him like Izzy did. And uh, he was tired of being mad, too. Yes, so we cut to the Double Dutch City Finals. They um, have a fourth. It's one of their cousins who's, like, it's, blind. It's Mary's blind cousin. <laughs> she's not actually blind. She just has very bad vision, apparently. Like, she's wearing glasses, but she, like, falls but probably, like, for legally, comedic effect. Probably, like, legally blind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Izzy arrives to everyone's surprise. Um, he's still wearing his gloves chain. Yeah, he apologizes, and Mary forgives him. Yeah, they accept him back on the team. The Dutch dragons come over just to start shit. With Yolanda, they're talking smack. Um, and the competition begins with the compulsory round again, where it's, like, all the technical stuff. The MC is in this bright orange suit with an orange, like, hat. It's very wild. I don't know why this MC for a double dutch competition. <laughs> Neons were way. in. It was the early twenty, the late twenty two thousand mid two thousand mid aughts, whatever. <laughs> um, Earl and Chuck are in the audience with Tammy and Rodney shows up. Yeah, they uh, the hot chili steppers get first in the compulsory round with double dutch in second, um, and then we cut to the speed round. The hot chili steppers get second, and double dutch get first. And this is when... Dutch dragons. The du- yeah, oh, did I not say that? Yeah, you said double dutch gets first. Oh, I have DD. Yeah. But- uh, this is when... So they're, like, the both teams are, like, right next to each other off the stage, like, celebrating. And Yolanda turns to the hot chili steppers, and she says, second, cute. And that's when Shauna turns to her team, and she, like, you... It's, like, split <laughs> second, you, like, blink and you'll miss it. And she, like, gives this look, like, What? Because like, they, they just literally got, got second, second in, in compulsory. <laughs> so they're literally, like, on an even playing field. Like, they yeah. both won first and second. So everything's like so a freestyle. <laughs> you, like, it barely... Because, like, she's, like, sort of out of focus because they're focusing on the Dutch Dragons. But Shauna turns around to her team and she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's freestyle time. Yeah, we see uh, this, like, we cool see a bunch montage. of teams. These are all, like, real Double Dutch teams. They just yeah. happen to literally be in Toronto for, like, a Double Dutch convention while they were filming. And yeah, so they're, they're like, literally, like, hey, 40 come. years old. Yeah, hey, they're like, hey, come do this. So they do. Uh, then we have the Dutch Dragons go. They're wearing the same costumes yeah, the as last same competition. Routine. Yeah, last time competition. They didn't do anything new. Um, Mary tells the team, she's like, guys, like, calm down. Let's just have fun. Yeah, so she's not Izzy worried because she's like, oh, this is for fun now. It doesn't matter if we win. Yeah, and Izzy's like, you know, I've never been on a team before. I've never had anyone to, anyone counting on me. And, she, and the rest of the team is like, well, you can count on us, Izzy. And that's when Izzy sees Dad and Karen arrive in the audience. Yeah, Dad smiles, and then it's time for them to go up. Yeah, so the hot chili steppers begin their routine. They have, like, a blue light section in the beginning. Yeah, I, there's, okay. like, a black light. I have so many questions. Are there, like, a time limit on these routines? Because theirs is <laughs> at least five minutes long. Half the routine isn't even it's in just a dance. jump bro. <laughs> it's just That's a dance. <laughs> okay, so, like, the first the first thing is, like, pretty cool. I don't know how they got the black light set up, but, like, they've got, like, these bright orange gloves and these orange shoes, and it's, like, lit up under the black light. And their jump rope, too. And their jump rope. Um, it's My Turn Now by Kiki Palmer starts playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Rodney starts cheering in the audience. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's and having a good time. So, like, after the first song, they literally begin just, like, a second routine yeah, to so, push it to the limit. Yeah, so they're not jumping anymore. They're just, like, just dancing, dancing to push it to the limit for, like, literally, like, half the song. And I then don't... they start jump roping again. But this goes on for literally five minutes. Part of the dance routine is Izzy and Mary, like, fake having a fake boxy match. And then there's, like, these slow-mo shots. And then Shauna and Keisha are in the back just, like, twir- like turning the rope with no one in it. While Izzy brings out a single rope. Yeah, I, I don't, I I don't know what the rules are. Either. I don't know if you can do that. It's double dutch. <laughs> um, and then they dance again for a long time. I mean, it's freestyle. Maybe they took freestyle very literally <laughs> and said, do whatever the hell you want, but... Yes, yeah, so then they dance again. It's Kiki Palmer's song, and then Push It to the Limit. Classic, classic Disney song. Like I said, this soundtrack, it's so good. <laughs> I still remember like, the music video where he's like, push it. Push, and then he, like, pushes his arms, and then the arms go back like this. I don't know why I remember the choreography so well. I don't know. Uh, um, so they finish their routine. The crowd goes wild. Yeah. Uh, Dad comes up to Izzy afterwards, and he says that he was really good, and he apologizes to Izzy, and he said that, like, I saw boxing as a way for us to connect, um, but really, like, boxing was in my way of showing you, like, he my says, love. He says, boxing is my dream. It doesn't have to be yours. Yeah, I was like, well, flip the script. Flip the script. And that's what I'm saying. Again, he was never, like, boxing to dad was just this, like, the only way he really knew of how to, like, connect with his son after his mom died. He was never, like, like, I don't think he was ever angry. He was just hurt. Well, yeah, and he just didn't know. Like, he thought that right. Izzy was as, like, dedicated as he was and it's not like whenever izzy finally told him he didn't listen which is what usually happens with these terrible disney parents (laughs) well yeah dad tells izzy that he's proud and that mom would be too and then izzy's friends come over and congratulate him because it was really good we learned that chuck and tammy are together yay yeah uh (laughs) izzy sees that rodney's there so he goes to talk to him and rodney was like hey that was kind of cool they call a truce and he's like teach me some of those moves and izzy's like in the ring yeah so they do. Yeah, so the MC begins to announce the winners. Uh, we learned that the Dutch Dragons got second, and right as the MC is about to announce first place, the narrator says that day, like the screen pauses, and it says that day Izzy made a choice to do what made him happy and not care what anyone else thinks. And then the scene cuts 
to this, like, group of, like, Rodney is telling the story to a group of little boys and girls in the gym. So we learned that Rodney was the narrator the whole time, and he's telling this story to this group of boys and girls in the boxing gym. And they're all like, well, what happened? Did they win? Are Mary and Izzy together? What happened? And he says that the Hot Chili Steppers went to state. They didn't win that year, but they did win the next year. And Izzy and Mary are still going strong. Which yeah. I didn't know it's still going strong then as a child, and I was like, does that mean they're still together? <laughs> Well, yeah, after he tells the kids that, he's like, oh, come on, let's go, but we cut back to the yeah, actual he narrates, scene. He says, I tell that story to kids all the time. You really had to be there that day. And that's when we cut back, and the Hot Chili Steppers won first place. It's very exciting. That's It's great. That's the end. And then... Um, we get this, like, little, like, after movie scene. Yeah, we see Dad trying to double dutch to Jordan Pruitt. We love it. I love this song. <laughs> it's, like, the soundtrack. Like, jump like, to the river. To the entire movie. They have, like, the, the little, Yeah, like, they have instrumental, instrumental versions of it playing a lot. the whole thing. It's such a fun song. Jordan Pruitt is the queen of decom songs. Yeah, it's true. But they're really good. Like, they're not bad <laughs> songs. There could be really bad decom songs, and I'm pretty sure there are. This is not yeah. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of one. <laughs> <laughs> it was after our time. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, someone remade Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. Oh. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Dad double judges and it's fun. Yeah, that's the end. That is Jump In. Jump In. Did you have any, like, quotes or anything? Come on with the come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was in the commercial, and, like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Watch me while I pop my collar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you rate and rank this? Well, <laughs> I loved this movie as a child. I watched it all the time. I love that it was mostly um, black characters in, like, a black neighborhood, basically, um, which you didn't see on Disney Channel often. I love Kiki Palmer. So I guess it's a four out of five. Um, I mean, the actual message is, like, whatever. It's it's a basic Disney Channel movie. I thought the jump roping was cool. Yeah, I gave it a four out of five. I put it at number 18, below Touches and above True Confessions. Yeah, I also gave it a 4 out of 5. I, I, like, I liked it as a kid, but I wasn't, like, super into it. And I feel like I've only seen it a couple times. So, like, watching this again, I was like, this was pretty good. Like, it's better than a lot of the decoms we've watched. <laughs> Actually, like, like you said, like, the message isn't, like, strong, but it's there. And they, like, do stuff. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, I put this at 13. Double teamed is above it. And Twitches is below it. Yeah, and like I said, I also, like, I've tried to explain throughout this movie. <laughs> I also like that... Uh, Corbin Blue's Izzy's dad wasn't a terrible Disney Channel parent. It was just, he tried and it didn't work and they just need to communicate better. Yeah, but then at the end, there's hope and, you know, yeah. it's all good. It worked out. They didn't have to be, like, a conflict between them, like, I don't know, some of the other ones. It's yeah. a little different than the other sports movies. Basically the same, but, you know, it's yeah. fine. I mean, most of the conflict was just from Izzy being like, I can't talk to my dad. And his dad being like, we don't need to talk. <laughs> yeah, but now they can. Yeah. Amazing. I hope it's they go great. to therapy together. Work on their relationship. Grief counseling, maybe. <laughs> the whole family can be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week, we have Johnny Capahala back on board. Ooh. But. I do not remember any. I know I've seen it. Two weeks from now, we have High School Musical 2. <gasps> Already. <laughs> I've got some fun stories about High School Musical 2. Yeah, so. We're getting ahead of ourselves. The countdown to High Kapahala. School Musical 2. <laughs> two episodes. Johnny Kapahala is next. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.